Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Hey everybody, this is Pastor Padron, that's Jeff Pitchell's fat cigar you've been listening to, and that means it's time for Not Just Blowing Smoke. We're coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio Headquarters in Hooksit, New Hampshire. Hooksit. Be sure to listen to us on on uh, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Google, basically wherever you get your podcast from. I'm Pastor Padron, I'm here with my co-hosts, Paul, Nick, and Dave. We've got... Bree here from the 724 Lounge, glug, 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 and very special guest, the cigar boss lady herself, Ada Whitney. How we doing, Ada? Hi, we're doing amazing. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. I'm already ready to dance. Oh, that's awesome. Now, let's move this like that and start talking to that. Yep. Now, um, we are going to be starting off smoking tonight uh, with, uh, with the uh, Baca Genji by Roma Craft. It's named after the Baca people of Cameroon, who are a semi-nomadic group of hunter-gatherers who live uh, in northern Gabon, the northern regions of the uh, Republic of the Congo. And uh, this is a Cameroon wrapper cigar. The binder and filler are undisclosed. Really? They're kind of keeping that secret. And they do, Roma Craft releases a thousand boxes of each size once a year. So nice. this one here is, uh, I'm going to say it's a Grand Corona yep. kind of size. Correct. It is a five and three quarter by 46 ring gauge. And uh, Bree, what are we drinking with this here? Baca. So we are drinking our Corazon from the 724 Lounge. This is Ooh. our special select barrel that we um, just recently picked and released. Um, as you guys have probably had our Herradura, um, which is our most popular tequila at the lounge. But um, if you would like to try a different tequila, oh. we now have the Corazon. And it's going to be um, quite a bit smoother. It's The Herradura has a little bit more of a spice, a little bit more vanilla to it. Um, this one, I would say, would be the scotch of our select barrel tequilas in that it's like it's way smoother. It's um, It has a little bit less kick to it. Okay, so smoother, less kick, but as good, do you think? Personal preference. Honestly, I prefer the Herradura. Mm -hmm. um, but I think for for people that are just getting into tequila, this might be a better start. So like me, who doesn't drink tequila that often? <laughs> yes, because I, th I think this actually points. has a little bit of a kick. <laughs> <laughs> this has like a, a like warming kick, you know, like the, a warming uh, kick. The, yeah, the pepper notes right off the bat got me and yeah. then some. So I'm like, but it's good. It's not a bad thing. It's a exactly. good thing because you, you get that nice sweetness in the back. Mm -hmm. uh, but the pepper notes are right up front. Oh, so yeah. and I like that. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And it Very does not cool. have any of those 
old tequila <laughs> flavors that we grew up on, if you know what I mean. <laughs> the, the Jose Cuevos of, yes. of the world. <laughs> I used to drink that stuff straight, man. You used to drink ago. that by the handle. I'm, I'm sure you did. I, I did a long time ago. That was my choice of drink. <laughs> that long, long and... And wine. Oh, yes. Wine I used to be too, right? huge wino. Yep. Huge. Drink it by the bottle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wine and tequila. Wine and tequila. That's and it. Football. And football. <laughs> and football. Wine, tequila, and football. Absolutely. Those are my three uh, vices back in the day. Mm-hmm. How many of those are vices today? Still? Uh, one. Tequila. Tequila. Yeah. <laughs> the wine, not so much. No. But I drink everything now. Not so much of the wine, but tequila all everything when you say the... you drink everything yeah what you mean is you have very wide and varied <laughs> tastes or yeah. do you mean you drink everything yeah <laughs> i drink everything okay tequilas gins now that we had remember that mm-hmm. gin that we had that purple oh gin? that that oh, was yes. that was delicious that's a remarkable gin the uh empress yes yeah 1908 is that what it was I think am so. i remembering right yep. i think so i think you're right but empress I'm, 1908 I'm dabbling in gin we still have some at home <clears throat> nice. still that, too. that is a great oh. gin. getting getting all around getting it all around very good all right well while we're smoking the cigar and getting uh, into the pairing here we should take the time and get to know the cigar boss lady here we're so glad you're with us this is awesome thank you thank you so much for inviting me i'm extremely excited and honored um yeah I'm all here. Right. All right. <laughs> yes. All right. Now, you know, don't be nervous or nothing. We're, we're, we don't bite. I know. We're hard. friends. Mm-hmm. We are. We're friends. <laughs> um, now, first question. I mean, tell you know, introduce yourself. Tell us a little about your about yourself. You, you grew up in Massachusetts, right? Right here in New England? I did. Um, for some of you that don't know, my name is Aida Rigneri. Rinneri, it's not my last name, it's my middle name. Mm-hmm. Um, it was given to me because of my two sisters. One is named Rine- Rita and the other one is Rosaneri. So mm-hmm. we, I am Dominican, I'm from the Dominican Republic and we try to combine names. So there is Rinneri, Aida Rinneri. Yes, I grew up in Massachusetts. I'm from Lawrence, Massachusetts. <laughs> I am as well. You are too? Yeah, I grew up in South. I grew up in the north. Yes, you did. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. The north of North versus south, people. North versus south. Here we go. So, yeah, uh, I've been here for many years. My parents came from the Dominican Republic. Um, They were very involved in our community. What brought your parents here? So the reason my parents came here is because they were very involved in politics in Mm -hmm. my country, Mm. which they're... Um, their party just won um, this year. So okay. so they were very involved, but back then um, there was just one group that controlled our country. Mm-hmm. And because the party that my mother used to and my father used to support were winning, thanks to everything my parents were doing, 
they were told that they either die or leave. Oh, so. wow. <laughs> so they chose leave. Which, yeah, so we're Absolutely. here. We're here. <laughs> That's what brought them. That's good here. for us. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. And they came to Lawrence. Lawrence didn't have a lot of Hispanic community at that time. But mm. as you see now, we we're, we grew up big. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lawrence is like 90% hispanic community now yeah it is when i was growing up i grew up in the in the 80s and it was a it was big on the african-american and italian community uh tower hill was more irish community and then 90s mid 90s to 2000s it started to change that's where i you grew saw, up yeah. tower hill yep and you <laughs> saw everything pers you know switch over you had lantigua as mayor and now you have rivera yeah, yeah, let's not get to that. We will not. <laughs> we will not. We, we can, can save that for there. after after the show. We could we could yes, we could talk about yes. that stuff. <laughs> I love Lawrence. Definitely do. Home is where the heart and is. So you've you've stayed in the New England area? I did, I did. What's kept you here? I, I know everyone here. Walking, I moved from Lawrence to Andover. I don't live mm -hmm. in Lawrence anymore, but mm -hmm. my heart is in Lawrence. Okay. Um, so when I walked to Lawrence and everyone just waving, Ada, or oh, you're Maria's daughter. My mother's name mm -hmm. um, was Maria. So that, that welcoming, that community love has kept me here. That's awesome. That's, it's that's, definitely not the weather, I'll tell you that. No, no, not for me. Not. <laughs> it's my parents and, and extended family that's that's got me here too. Yeah. You know, both both sets of uh family live within ten minutes of where I live. That's that's the big reason I'm I'm here. I mean I you you've said you you've had you'd love to go to Florida. Oh yes, I would love to move to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I went there for graduate school and Oh, those were the best years of my life. I what bet. are you doing here? That's what I ask myself every winter. <laughs> you know, we had a, we, we had that that snowy winter a few years ago. We got like eight feet of yes. snow over the course of the winter. I was like ready to pull up and See head out. The, the, I, I just couldn't stand it. I didn't have any place to put the stuff. Yeah, I'm, I was mentally in Florida this year, but mm -hmm. then unfortunately Corona came, so I had a put back all my plans and I'm still oh. here but I'm grateful because I'm here now with that's you right guys. that's right that's awesome <laughs> we're we're very glad that you're here stuck with us in the Rona oh my goodness but yeah it was it was you know basically my wife and I are our parents who are older that's really what's keeping us here my, you know the community love and obviously yep. my family yeah a lot of our friends we all my wife grew up in in massachusetts as well so we both you know this is where a lot of our ties are but man there's something about spending christmas on the beach I know. and now no self-respecting floridian is on the beach on christmas it's way too cold because it's like 70. But, but if you're in Massachusetts, oh my. that's not a bad beach day. No, <laughs> you know? that's about average. You know, that's so, an average beach day. You know, that's a summer beach really, day. It yeah, really, it, it really spoiled me being down there. I remember growing up, I could go into the, the ocean up here. Didn't matter how cold the water was. I just loved it. Oh, After yeah. being down there, when you get into the ocean and it's yes. like, ooh, it's too hot. I need to get out. <laughs> this yeah. is this is horrible. You know, and now I go in up here and I'm like, what was I thinking? Yep. You know? Yeah. It's, it's like cold. it's like trying to watch Knight Rider. 
You know, you, when it? you're a kid, you watch Knight Rider, you're like, this is the best show ever. You watch it today because you want to get back to your kiddie days. And you're like, why did I run home to watch this stupid <laughs> the show? Hoff, man. The yeah, Hoff, man. The Hoff. The Hoff yeah, does not hold up. Columbo, <laughs> that holds up. The Hoff, no. No, I love Florida. Oh, I was yeah, made yeah, for yeah. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so what what do you do with yourself now what do you do for for work you want to talk a little bit so, about that yeah i have so many <laughs> you have so many things i work full-time for a credit union mm -hmm. um that is my full-time job i also because i've been in the debt collection um industry for so many years 15 years mm -hmm. i help others with their credit as well mm. to fix their credit rebuild their credit and i also owned my brand which is ritneri i owned an online boutique as well so that's, that's awesome what i'm doing yeah <laughs> i don't know how i do it it's a lot but yeah that I'm is a lot it. the full-time job and then you know doing an online business is not like it like takes sounds. care of itself exactly no it's it's a that's a how how many hours do you have to put into that you do have to put a lot of time but because i have a full time so what i do is after my work then i dedicate some time to the business um yeah i have no free time sometimes i'm going to bed like at one or two to wake up at six so oh my goodness how, how much sleep do you need to stay yourself me yeah a whole day <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's really hard sleeping. then yeah. I, know, I, know. I wish but no i can't <laughs> now are are you by yourself at home you got yes um i have my daughter and it's just me and my daughter's um head of household yeah how old is your daughter she's 14. 14. yes wow. a teenager I totally that's a lot of responsibility right yeah. there oh, mm. you have no idea oh. <laughs> but she's good thank god so yeah far, she's, good. she's good yeah okay. so far you never know but so far she's good i got 14 <laughs> 16 and 18 year old girls at wow, home so you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i i do live in the estrogen palace it's not a joke it's a real thing it's a very scary place. I have my own room. I you know, you know. <laughs> One week out of the month, I'm really hiding. You know. There you go. <laughs> Calls oh, me up. Nick, goodness. can I stay at your house tonight? <laughs> Just for a few days, I swear. You have any extra alcohol in there? I do, uh, and an extra more tequila, more tequila. Yeah, more tequila. Yeah. Oh got, my goodness. I got it all, Danny. Come on over, buddy. So. You've got, you know, you've got a lot going on in your life. You're doing a lot. And, you know, what are some of the challenges you have keeping all that going? You know, staying true to, you know, your your job that's paying the bills and then putting everything into, you know, the, the dream, you know, with Ritinary yes. and everything. And then there's Cigar Boss Lady. And then there's being a mom. And yes. then you have to find time for yourself. I mean, how how are you you know what are some of the challenges with keeping all those balls in the air time time to manage time but i notice that everything i do there's a one component that is on each of them which is passion if you don't mm -hmm. have passion and love to what you do nothing of all those things will be 
you know, going forward. So yeah. I dedicate my time to my job because I really, really love who I work for. Right. Um, our CEO is amazing. Mm. So just knowing that, that we have the same view that we want to mm. help people, that we're not just in the business for for the money that keeps mm -hmm. me going and, and working for them um, helping others with their credit knowing that i'm helping them to get their house their dream because they have a credit that keeps me going and obviously my own dream to become one day the only source of income my yes. business so that also keeps me going because of my daughter so everything that i do what what's in there is passion and love especially mm. Cigars. So cigars is my mm -hmm. relaxation, my 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 everything to relax, all of that that I do. <laughs> that's one that's certainly one of the big reasons I love cigars. And it's one of the things that I think is my and I've shared it on the on the show before. You know, when you're when you help somebody pick out a cigar um, or a pipe or pipe tobacco, whatever it is, you're helping somebody basically find time for themselves yes. and to create you're you're creating the beginning of somebody's you know taking a break and carving time out to sit to relax to think to have you know time with friends you know whatever it may be but you're helping somebody find that time to recharge yes however they decide to do it and to me that's a really cool thing it is it is you know? it is amazing to help others yeah it is Yep. Yep. Now, how has all of this COVID stuff affected your business? We've heard how it affected your vacation. But... <laughs> Not vacation. I was going to move to Florida. You were going to move yes. to Florida? You were going to move? I was going oh, to move. Oh, thank God COVID me. happened. Or this never would have happened. I know, right? Oh, my gosh. Thank you, COVID. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, COVID has affected, but at the same time, it has I don't want to say a blessing because other people have suffered, mm -hmm. um, but it has been bad and good in my life. The, How so? The bad part is obviously I lost clients on my business. Mm -hmm. Shipping was taking forever. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, people lost interest because it was taking so long. So obviously sales went down when I just started a business. Yeah. I just started. And knowing that I was increasing sale and then just boom again to zero, yeah. um, it was it, it is challenging. I also personally stopped doing marketing because, like I said, I'm, I'm in the business for people, and I mm -hmm. know that a lot of people were suffering financially. Right. So I didn't want to do marketing and put it out there like here on spend on my store, and then they're going through hard times. So mm -hmm. I stopped that. The good part about Kobe in my life is that I used to, even though I work a lot now, I do it at home. Mm. And my daughter is also remote mm. in school. So before I didn't see my daughter, I used to get out of my house probably at 7 in the morning and get back at 11 p.m. Mm. Because I was doing, obviously, my job. Then after my job, networking sure. and a, a lot of other things. So I was having... That, that difficulty now giving my daughter the time. So mm. due to COVID, my work found a way to get me remote, which I've been asking them for years. And they always <laughs> <see> that <button. laughs> the 
they never could until COVID came. They found the reason <laughs> to get me home in a second. So ever since I've been home with my daughter, and that's that's been a awesome. Blessing. Yeah, that's, that's been very a cool. <laughs> so, how did you get into cigar smoking in the first place? Uh, you have no time at all ever. So <laughs> how did how did this ever come about? I always always liked cigars. I, always, 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 always. I don't know why. I don't know if my great great grandfather used to smoke, and I and I had the smell in me because mm -hmm. I I like the way smell. I love the way men look smoking. They look so elegant, mm -hmm. and I always loved that. And I always that had that interest in cigar, which mm -hmm. I did smoke before, but I had a big gap between them. Between okay. every smoke, like a year, I would smoke now, and in two years, I would try another one. Okay. But I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I was just blowing smoke. So you were just blowing smoke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> so I didn't just want to blow smoke. Mm -hmm. And um, a friend of mine gifted me a cigar, and when he did, he explained to me what a cigar is, the culture, the mm. art, the passion behind it, mm. how long it takes, how to light it up, how to cut it. And, and all that process was intimidating, yes, mm -hmm. but it was amazing. It was mm. amazing. So that's when I started to smoke more regularly. And that's how I'm here. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's take a little you know, break here to talk about the cigar that we're smoking here. Um, Brie, what are what are your thoughts on the the pairing and the cigar so far? The Baca Genji. So, um, as I'd said before, when I first tried this tequila, it didn't really have um, as much presence as I had hoped, um, which was why I had said I enjoyed the Herdera more. This cigar actually brings some of those peppery <laughs> notes that Paul was talking about to the pairing. Like I I feel like um, even though the cigar alone isn't really that intense it's not super um spicy it's not super bold um i think it does have like a kick that sneaks up on you and then when you put it together with the tequila um you almost get a little bit of like a warmth and like mm -hmm. um an undertone of pepper it's, so I, I i'm enjoying it paul uh you took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, <laughs> of course. Oh, of Should have led with Paul Dang first. It. So I, I had had this cigar about a week or so ago, and I liked it, but it would probably be my least favorite uh, Baca because we've had the Bantu, we've had the Pygmy, and right. this one here is even though it's a little bit more my size, um, I felt the experience really wasn't there. But I'm, this is why I, I, I always uh, tell clients, give the cigar a second chance. Mm -hmm. If you liked it enough, try it again. And I'm so glad we're doing it tonight because with the pairing, uh, well actually before we even get to the pairing, the cigar in the beginning was a lot of earthy pepper notes. Really, really was nice. But with the pairing, absolutely. It just harnessed those pepper notes, uh, the sweetness in the background, really, really smooth, fantastic. I'm really, really liking it this time. It's, it's amazing how uh, the right pairing can help you enjoy a cigar yeah, even more than, than otherwise. Absolutely. Um, 
Dave? <laughs> no, we're not going to ask Dave. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Dave's trying very hard just to keep his... Uh, his bearings? Yes. <laughs> Good word. There they are. Yes. Nick, do you have anything you want to say? Um, the cigar and the, and, the, and the tequila is going really, really well. Getting more of the sweetness from the tequila and the cigar. I'm almost getting uh, almost a sweet cinnamon type of cinnamon yeah almost a sweet cinnamon type of uh taste that i'm getting from the cigar mm. really rich really smooth light to medium um nothing over not a medium solid uh the cameroon wrapper is really really performing really well um the tequila is bringing out a little bit more of that uh that spice earth wood and I'm gonna call it. I know you uh, said that the binder filler was a mystery. Yeah. They didn't. Uh, they didn't put it. They in haven't. There. They have not publicly said what they are. I think. I think it's Nicaraguan, <laughs> Honduran. <laughs> would you object? What, what happened Dave? there, Dave? He doesn't want the Dave, secret to you, be given away. Would you object? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I think. I think they're messing around. I don't know if it's. Uh, binder and filler, but I think they're messing around with uh, some Honduran, Nicaraguan, and Dominican tobacco in this. It was very municipal. <laughs> very, very, very townish. Very townish. It's going to town. Going to town. This cigar's going But that's to town. if they ever do release it. I think. I think that's what they're dealing with with the binder and the filler. I think it's a little Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican in there. All right. Well. Skip, if you're out there, feel free to chime in and let us know whether Nick is close to the mark or not. Yeah. <laughs> now, Ada, uh, this is a cigar that this is the first time you've had it. That's correct. And it's a stronger cigar than you normally smoke. Yes. Are you surviving? <laughs> I am surviving. And I think it's because of the fairy. Yeah. To be honest, when I tried it before trying You the have tequila, enough alcohol in any cigar tastes good, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was a little hard to to uh, to smoke, but okay. after the tequila, it feels more smooth. So yeah. it definitely made a difference. Well, I agree with you. I think the tequila does smooth it out. And I think it takes a little bit of the, the spice out of the cigar, exactly. but it brings some sweetness to the cigar too Correct. and um it really it i'm really enjoying it the burn on this is really pretty good mm -hmm. i look around at everybody everybody looks like they're having a good time yes. you've had some great ash on the cigar you were stacking some dimes there at the beginning it was really nice yep. dave are you smoking at all or are you taking no, it no, easy i'm taking it easy you're taking it easy <laughs> Dave, do you want to explain why you're so quiet tonight? Not really, no. Come on, Dave. <laughs> Inside joke. Sorry. Come on, Dave. Let the let the viewers know. He was brave. Well, he was let, brave. We'll, 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 brave Dave. We'll, we have to explain, Dave, because everyone expects you to be your normal bubbly self, and you are just in a very different way <laughs> tonight. Oh, and uh, so, Kendra, the potion master, I guess decided to, you know try a potion on an actual person <laughs> in their digestive system and oh she God. bet dave 20 bucks she said i'll give you 20 bucks if you eat this ghost pepper 
Uh, Carolina Reaper. Carolina Reaper. Uh, yeah, Excuse yeah. me. Ugh. One of the hottest peppers in production on the earth today. <laughs> yes. And Dave, who could really use 20 bucks, <laughs> said, sure, I'll do that. I'll eat it. And he ate oh, it. Oh, God. And now, these few hours later, <laughs> Dave's intestines are going... <laughs> What the F did you do to me? And there's all sorts of funky sounds coming out of Dave. And he is just uh, a little more quiet He's than dying. he normally is. Dave, was, was the $20 worth it? It's still worth it. Uh, he's got to get gas money. Yeah. Now, Dave... You know, you can tell by looking at him. You you see in the you know he's on the bottom left hand of the screen. Yeah. You know he looks a little green, and <laughs> you know he's just uh, not smiling like he usually is. He's just very stoic, and that's because oh, he's God. concentrating very hard on his nether regions to keep them in check. <laughs> D- Dave's going to use that twenty dollars for the copay tomorrow when he sees the doctor for relief. <laughs> I thought I was going to use it for the bacon bar, but instead I'm going to go to the doctor. If I wake up. If you wake up. If you wake up. He's going to need it for the charcoal drink of the hospital. That's what he's going to need it for. (laughs) So, Ada, you know, what do you you enjoy about smoking cigars? How How does this help you relax enjoy it's got to be something that you do to enjoy because you don't have time to do anything that doesn't bring you happiness (laughs) you know you're way too busy as a single mom and all these businesses you're doing together exactly so what what do you what do you like what do you get out of smoking a cigar relaxation meditation Mm. creation Uh, because when i smoke a cigar i'm with myself Mm -hmm. it's my only time that I have alone (laughs) and with myself so I put a really low uh, slow music not salsa (laughs) not salsa I uh, and I enjoy just thinking just Mm. it it just allow me to think and and to recreate and recharge and relax it's like a celebration with myself Mm. are you able to smoke at your house outside outside yeah yeah yeah. You have a porch or something I that have you're a able porch. to. That's cool. Yeah. In the winter, um, I kind of <laughs> sneak a little bit in, but <laughs> that's the reason why I love Florida too. Oh yeah, you can smoke outside all year round. <laughs> all year there. round, yeah. So I do go to the porch and smoke outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Now, um, okay, I'm not gonna go there. No, no, no. I'm just changing my mind. So what what are some of your favorite cigars? I have, I'm still developing my pilot. How long have you been smoking now? So I, so when the person that showed me how to smoke was three years ago. Okay. But smoking more and more regularly since I opened my account, which is almost nine months ago. Okay. So I'm still learning and developing and, and, and all So of Cigar Boss Lady has been around for nine months? Three years, but Cigar oh, three Boss Lady. No, no, well, yeah. the account, yeah, yeah, yeah Cigar yeah, Boss yeah. Lady, yes, nine months. Nine months. Nine months. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
All right. Almost a year. Almost a year. She's still wet behind the ears. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, are, what are some of your favorite cigars? So, um, I love the Connecticut wrapper mm -hmm. um, because it's mild, it's sweet. It, it's, mm -hmm. So, one of the favorite cigars that I have is, um, because they're mild, is mm -hmm. La Jolla. I also, mm -hmm. even though it's not a Connecticut wrapper, I also enjoy Atabay. Okay, the Atabays? Yeah, they're, they're, they're mild. They're, they're wonderful. Good. They're amazing. Yes. But I learned to smoke soda with vinegar, mm -hmm. and I still stick with them because mm. I feel they they were my pioneers. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So those are some of the favorite. Some cigars. of your favorite cigars. Okay, uh, let's see. How did you come up with the cigar boss lady moniker? How how did that happen? Where did that come from? I was. Thinking really hard. <laughs> Smoking a nice Connecticut cigar. Yes. Actually, I, I was. I was with um, Remarkable Lise. I don't know if you guys follow her. Who? Remarkable Lise. Remarkable Lise? Yes. I don't know that I, I, I do. Her. She's, she's I'm going to have to. You have to look her up. So I was with her, but I was yeah. really thinking her. And while I was with her, I said, you know, I want to open a page. That's when I opened it. Yeah. It was at an event with her. I said, I want to open a page because my personal page, I used to upload cigars, but I wanted to make a page just for my, for my passion for the cigars. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, I love fashion. Um, some people call me diva, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to, I don't want a name that sounds like I'm too up there. Like mm. I'm better than anybody else because I'm not, we're all the same. So, but I have a strong personality. What do you think mm -hmm. if I go with something like boss? And she said, oh, that would be perfect. So that's when Cigar Boss Lady was born. Oh it's because goodness. of my strong personality. <laughs> <laughs> so not so much because you're, you're the, the owner of your own business and you're no. like the boss. So more as a reflection of your own. More a reflection of my personality. Your personality. Of my own. Yeah, because I, I don't consider myself a, a boss boss as to owning a business. Mm -hmm. My business is more like a leader leadership mm. i want other people to understand that they can do it as well if i'm doing it i'm single i have my daughter and i'm doing all these things and i can do it and also english is my second language mm. you can do it too so that's exactly why i did also my business it's not so boss is not more it's not because i'm the boss no i'm a leader <laughs> you're not bossy either you're not bossy i am are you bossy in a relationship, see? yes. Oh. <laughs> With friends, I, We no. haven't gotten to that point yet, I guess. <laughs> With friends, no. In a relationship, I am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm a little bossy. Yeah, little I like to control. How, how do you like to control people? Um, <laughs> that is... <laughs> That'd be uh, um, on, uh, next question. Next question. Episode, <laughs> behind the scenes, not just smoke, yeah. smoke episode. We need it. a, a couple more shots of tequila for that one. You like Nick's wife? You know, go out and build that coop. 
<laughs> and then the put a bed out built. there for yourself. Because you're sleeping with the chickens. We have to... Uh, we're going to be building an extension. Another... Uh, about another 15-foot extension to the coop. Yeah, you got some new chicks, right? You we got do. Some new we are up to 15 birds. 15 now. 15 Do you have birds. any Polish chickens? No. No, we don't have any Polish chickens. Yeah. That's a real kind of chicken. Okay. It's Polish chicken. Yeah. And they they have this fro oh they do they have a fro of feathers a feather throw uh, a feather fro that comes down over their eyes oh i know which ones you're talking about they they look like they're they look like they're punks a nice they look like punk little chickens maybe next year and you know we we had we had a we had a um a polish chicken once a hawk got it but yeah, that's a, that's an issue in New England. It's what happens when you can't see nothing because you got feathers all over your face. Yeah. That's true as well. <laughs> see the the <laughs> the turkeys <laughs> the turkeys give off uh, warning signals mm-hmm. when the hawk is in in the area. Yep, and they all run into the coop when the hawk's in the area. Do they use sign language? What kind of not what kind I'm, of warning signal do they give? They just they just squawk really Damn. really loud. Squawk? Have you never watched Chicken Run? Come I've on. watched Chicken Run. <laughs> they squawk really loud, and the male, our male turkey, puffs up, and they all get behind him and whoosh, run right into the coop. So this brings up the question: Coming after Thanksgiving, when the turkeys are no longer around, what's going to happen to the chickens then? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm probably going to have to watch them. I'll be outside for a few hours and then bring outside, them up. So it goes with that coop. Yep. Yeah, that's dark. full time in the, in the why, coop. You know, full time in the coop. That's why we're building the extension. I'm going to have uh, electricity, cable, cable, internet's yep. going to be out there. I'm going to have mm-hmm. build a Wi-Fi router out there. Yep, yep. the whole nine yards, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Turn it into the cigar coop. <laughs> not not to be confused with with cigar coop exactly oh my gosh oh the claymation ideas we could come up with for that oh god oh my gosh so now what is the goal behind your um instagram page and your business you're you're your big passion, your big drive is helping people. Yes. And empowering people yes. and encouraging people yes. to to move on and move up and go after their dreams. How do, do you see the Cigar Boss Lady Instagram? You got 7,000 something followers. Yes, I'm so and You grateful. have to I've been doing the whole Instagram thing for well, I guess it's been about 5 years. And I'm closing in on 2,000. <laughs> Nine months, 7,000 people. You know, now I know, like I said before the show, I'm not as pretty to look at as you. I get that. I don't expect to be 7,000. But that's so impressive. And obviously it's working. And, you know, you don't just post yourself smoking a cigar, you know, and you're not doing these really overt, you know, the, the, they're very classy pictures you Thank put up. You. And, they're always positive statements that you have with that go along with this. You know, how, how do you see this working? And, and have you had any examples maybe of seeing how it's helped people? Yes. Um, a few followers DM me saying, thank you for the message you've been mm. today. It really helped me. I was going through a hard time, but your message um, gave me another hope. So I see that showing my story because most of, I do do quotes 
when I yes. I do a lot of quotes, but I also write my own. Mm. So I also put messages out there of my own, of things that I have overcome through the years because I've been through a lot. I lost my parents. Mm. Um, I lost both of them. My mother passed away due to cancer oh. and my father passed away um, through um, Alzheimer's. So I lost them both and when I, I had a big family and when I lost them all, the huge family became just my daughter and I. Oh. So that was really hard for me and to overcome that, I had to look at life completely different, mm. completely positive and that's how I was able to, to get over that. So that's when I said, you know, if, if this helped me, mm. if positive message helped me, why not help other people by what you went through? Mm. So that's how uh, my goal of Cigar Boss Lady is. It's not just obviously my passion, which is the cigars, sure. obviously. Sure. But it's more putting out there the positive message that you can do it if I did it. That I am here if you want to talk to me. I mm. had some followers that I don't even know personally, mm. but I see they're not posting as often. I'll, I'll send them a DM. Listen, why you're not posting that much? Are you okay? I am here. We can talk. Wow. So that that's the way I see that my page is helping others by being there, by showing them that, you know, I'm not just another person in Instagram. I mm. do care and I do care for you to, to be well. And this is what I went through. Maybe this can help you. So that's how I see it. That's awesome. Thank that's you. Very, that's very, very cool. Thank you. Um, now, what advice would you give for people who want to become a social media influencer? I mean, you're you're at that point where, you know, you post something, you know, it gets, you know, copied to a lot of other people's sites. A lot of people, you know, like things, comment and stuff like that. You know, I, I know that there's a lot of people out there who, you know, are looking to do that kind of thing for themselves, for their business. What, what kind of advice would you give people who want to be doing that themselves? To be exactly that themselves. Mm. You have to be yourself. You can't just be on Instagram for a like mm -hmm. or, or a personality that is not you. You have to have, what I said in the beginning, passion. Mm. You have to have passion of what you do. So what I will tell them is to, to follow their passion. Yeah and to be themselves because Sorry. <laughs> it's Sorry. okay it's okay that was she didn't speaking mean your that. language that too that tell me that tequila is not some of the best tequila you've had it is i said it amazing tequila. Oh, the vanilla finish on it is amazing it is it a different tequila it's the, the avion 44 it is in uh so i added Oh, you added yeah, it too? Yeah, because oh, I, was, okay. I was trying to say, like, but I didn't want to rush you through your last sentence. Oh, no, no, you can, you can stop it, we're live. <laughs> it was like... And a shout out to Talia for providing this for oh. us. Yes. Thank you, Talia. Tequila Talia. Tequila Talia. And uh, amen. Can we cheers? <laughs> yes. Yes. Cheers. Here's to swimming with bow-legged women. Oh, oh here we go. Cheers. I thought this was going to be good. And we're not right just now. blowing smoke. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nope, we're drinking too. Yes. yes we are. <laughs> it's real. It's not it's water. Positive. Oh, Dave, my I've goodness. spared you from this one. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Now, la last question uh, before we get to the uh, 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 final 
thoughts on on the cigar here. One of the things we do on the show is called Pastor Padron's Cigar Confessions, in which I talk about cigar etiquette or something like that. And normally it's in a it's in the the avenue of, you know, here's something I like that you know about cigar smoking or here's something i see people doing that i wish they didn't you know <laughs> it's like the confessional you know as you, you're talking about what they what what you you know how can you enjoy your cigar better well stop doing this this will really help you a lot um pet peeves or something like that so what would be like your cigar pet peeve or you're like you're you're wicked positive. Yes. Let's keep keep it positive with with your your whole thing. So you go all less brown positive. <laughs> and <clears throat> what is something that you would like to share that has helped you enjoy cigars that you would like other people to know to help them get the most out of their cigar experience? Maybe they already know this, but it has been coffee. Coffee. Um, yes. Mm. I enjoy it so much with coffee, black coffee. Me too. I, I notice that when I do have it with milk or anything else, it's not as enjoyable. Mm -hmm. But black coffee and my cigar is the best. Coffee and cigars <laughs> just go so well yeah, together. It's really funny it. to me that you mentioned that. I was just having a conversation the other day with Zeke um, because we were talking about the lounge and how, like, important coffee is with cigars and we were like we need to get like some high-end latte machines up at the lounge so we can actually start making like craft yes. coffee yes on top of cocktails it's amazing it's amazing like, how it tastes it's amazing the pairing mm -hmm. it how you enjoy it that's what i would say mm. that's my positive. there you go <laughs> yeah. there so you, go. you were saying that you really love connecticut wrap cigars and i absolutely love them in the morning with a black cup of coffee that's my favorite thing Maybe to that's have. why I enjoy them, because yep. I do like Connecticut, and that's what I smoke. Yeah, it goes really, really well it's together. amazing. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Roma Craft Intemperance Brotherly Kindness. Oh, yes. In the morning with a cup of coffee. Mm. Yes, coffee. That's really good. <laughs> oh, vitamin N and vitamin C. <laughs> At the same time. That's just wonderful. Um all right, we're coming to the end of our first segment here. Um, Dave, Dave is uh, no longer with us. So. <laughs> Nick, what, what do you think about uh, the cigar and the pairing here? Final thoughts? Final thoughts? Yeah. Yay, nay, good, bad. Yay. It's, it's really good with the corazón. Um, really smooth, the cigar... With the pairing, the the tequila really smoothed out the cigar. Didn't really get the pepper um, that I got in the beginning, but it was really good. Still got a little bit of that sweet cinnamon on the on the front end. Uh, the tequila has a really long finish, mm -hmm. so the 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 bite or the barrel taste was really kind of lingering a little bit for me. Mm -hmm. um, but really good on both. The Avion is a little bit better, but the tequila and the cigar, definitely a match. Mm -hmm. Paul? 
I actually prefer the Corazon with this cigar than the Avion uh, because it brought out a lot more of those pepper notes for me, and I really, really enjoyed that. The earthy pepper notes with just that little bit of sweetness in the background. Um, when we switched to the Avion, it really mellowed out the cigar. It made the pepper notes disappear, uh, replaced by a nice light spice, maybe a little bit of nuttiness in there too. Good. Um, I, I do enjoy the Avion, but with this cigar, the Corazon was top for me. I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, Ada, what do you think about Which the cigar was and the, the pairing? First and was the, second? the first was the Corazon. <laughs> the Corazon was the I first. I love the Corazon more than the second. Okay. Yeah, it was more more um, relaxing. The it was more sweet. It was okay. it, it made the cigar um, taste better for me mm -hmm. for my palate. So I like the first one. The Corazon. How do you like the cigar? The cigar, it's okay. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I liked it, but definitely the Corazon made it better. Yeah, yep, yep. Brie, what about yourself? I have to agree with every single one of you. Um, I think that the Corazon was a better pairing for the cigar. I think that um, the Avion, while it's good, it brought out more of that like wood and that yes. like mild sweetness, which I think is a more generic kind of palette um, that you can get from a lot of different cigars and a lot of different bourbons even. Mm. So I think that the first pairing was more unique um, and that this the Avion with the cigar, they kind of blend together too much and kind of make it a a pretty generic experience yeah, it was, yeah i'd know. agree i i think the other um uh, tequila would go much better with this mm -hmm. um i like the cigar a lot it's very good i think that um the construction on it is just spot on mm -hmm. everybody's burn's been great and yes. um it looks like everybody's been enjoying it um i wish they did more than a thousand boxes a year yep. i wish we were able to get more um, we're already pretty much out, yep, right, yep. with uh, the allotment that we got. So there's a few left, people. Get them while you can because be, they won't be back until next fall. All right. With uh, Corazon. With Corazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Smoke it with Corazon yep. from 724. Yep. Uh, we'll be right back after this short break uh, with our second half of the show when we're going to be doing the Balkan Sobrani. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. With us, and uh, for the second half of our show, we are smoking something very special. We are smoking the Balkan Sobrani. Balkan Sobrani. It is a uh, very, very old pipe tobacco here. Let me uh, read a little bit about uh, this from TobaccoReviews.com. It says, Balkan Sobrani. The original smoking mixture is one of the most legendary Latakia-based blends in history, dating back to around the 1920s. That means this this blend has been around for about 100 years. Nice. That is pretty stinking amazing. This is a combination of wonderful Virginias, excellent Orientals, and enough Latakia for a robust and flavorful mixture. The balance of tobaccos gives the smoker a sweet and smoky experience with a finish unlike anything else. 
The aroma is so bright that it has an incense, an incense-like scent that will thrill the senses. Since the original has gone through a number of iterations over the years, it is impossible to say if it will remind you of the one you smoked years ago, but it's a terrific smoke in its own right. Currently, the Balkan Sobrani is manufactured by J.F. Dremain and Son. It is a Balkan blend, Latakia, Orientals, and Virginia. It's a ribbon-cut uh, tobacco. And, um, Brie, what are we drinking with this? So, um, many of you have probably heard of Evan Williams. It's one of, um, I think, your most popular liquor store go-to shelf whiskeys. Um, this particular Evan Williams is the 2012 single barrel vintage, which I have not personally tried. Um, so it should be interesting. I think that um, Evan Williams is one of those companies that, um, like I said, a lot of pe people will view as your generic go-to whiskey, um, but they do have a variety of different products that are ranging you know, from generic shelf to pretty unique um, to kind of like an offshoot of what their original like flavor and goal is mm. yeah evan williams is now many of you may or may not have heard of jf germain and sons but uh a lot of you know one of the brands that they produce which is esoterica oh yeah these are the guys that produce the esoterica uh, blends of pipe tobacco, some of the most popular sought-after tobaccos on the planet. Oh, and yeah. the company dates back 200 years. Wow. They were founded in 1820. They are celebrating 200 years in continuous family-operated business this year. There are not that many independent tobacco manufacturers in Europe right now. Um, most of them are um, owned by McBaron and their family of uh, um, pipe tobacco makers and Scandinavian Tobacco Group. There are really only a handful of independently owned um, pipe tobacco manufacturers in it in Europe and this is one of them um, again they're best known in the states for producing uh, the esoterica brand tobaccos and they remain a very small family owned and operated company and they have chosen to just continue to produce quality tobaccos in the historic way that they've done it for literally hundreds of years they could very easily go huge and make tons of money uh, but they have chosen not to they have chosen to uh, quality over quantity and to continue to produce things in the very small amounts that they do so this is not uh you know one of the reasons these tobaccos that they produce like the one we're smoking tonight are so hard to find is because they really do only produce very little amounts of it um, when you look at the whole planet <laughs> you know
that what they do is what they do and so two three times a year stuff makes it to the states and when it comes in you want to get as much of it as you can if you're a shop and certainly you want to get as much of it as you can if you are a uh, uh, pipe smoker and uh, kudos to them for choosing to to stick with the uh, family known and traditional methods over going bulk and just because people they could make a killing off of this people would buy it up just because it's them that's producing it you know if you're cigar people listening to this it'd be like making opus a regular thing you know uh, people would buy it because it's opus mm -hmm. you know so um this is a very hard to find tobacco it's not often in the shop we're fortunate twins to have a great relationship with Arango Cigar Company, who's the um, sole distributor of this tobacco in the United States. And um, we've been able to get some. So I, I would like to know what people, what, what their first impressions are of this tobacco here. And I'm wanting to start with Bree, who I know would appreciate a blend like this. I'm, I'm wanting to know what you think. Um, so off the bat, um, before even smoking this, like Dan first opened the tin before we started and reaching into the tin was almost like reaching into like some like rich, dark soil of some sort that had just been like smoked over the coals. Like it was, it just felt very rich. It looked very rich. It had like an intense mesquite aroma. Mm -hmm. Um, and so far the smoking experience is like right on par with that. Um, it's, it's almost, um, there's there's not a lot of pepper to it like I expected. I expected yeah. it to be like a little spicier and I'm actually pleasantly surprised by that because it almost has like a sweetness underneath it. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that it's almost on par with the Evan Williams, um, which I also expected to have an extreme bite to it because it's Evan Williams. And it's actually, <laughs> it tastes like it's already had like an ice cube um, added to it to kind of mellow the flavor. So, so far it's very enjoyable. I would call this like a Wednesday evening pairing. It's very pleasant. And um, it's also, I'd say, a campfire pairing. It's like kind of something that you can see yourself sitting around and fall outside smoking near the campfire. Why a Wednesday pairing? Why not a Monday night pairing? <laughs> yeah, because Mondays, I agree. Mondays are too mild for anything. Really. Not today. You're halfway through the week. It's hump day. You know, you want to like enjoy yourself, but not too much. So you just, you want something that's like <laughs> going to kind of bring you there. Oh my gosh. You know? Now Ada, this, we are privileged <laughs> to have you smoking a pipe with us. You've not smoked a pipe before. No, my and here, first your first experience yeah. is this really high-end, hard-to-find stuff. And <laughs> what, what are you? What's your first thoughts on this? And, and I'm interested because you've never done it before. Ever first time. Um, it's even amazing the way I have to light it up. Mm -hmm. um, when I tried it. I felt leather, mm -hmm. as someone said, and I'm yep. like, okay, so mm -hmm. I haven't smoked it before, but yeah, but it's for a person that has never smoked a pipe before, right? It's it's really pleasant. It's mm. not it's not hard to to smoke it if mm -hmm. that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. um, it 
the draw, maybe because I made it, <laughs> is very smooth. Uh -huh. um, I, I like it. I like it. Oh, good. That's yeah. awesome. Yes. <laughs> Paul, what about yourself there? I get a lot of uh, nice uh, fruit flavors with leather on this one. A uh, little bit of floral notes, a little bit of wood. The retrohale is probably the smoothest I've ever experienced. Really? Yeah, and with Latakia, usually, like Bria said, you're expecting a little bit more in terms of maybe a little bit of spice, um, but I can't believe how smooth the retrohale is. It is absolutely intoxicating. I mean, I was really expecting to get a lot more of a blast of spice with it, mm -hmm. but it is just really, really super smooth. It's transcendent. Ooh. <laughs> Transcendent. Nick, Nick, is this municipal for you? It is very much so. Very municipal. It was very municipal. <laughs> uh, no, seriously. What, what, are seriously. You, what are you getting from this, Nick? Uh, a lot of leather. Undertones of the sweetness. Finishes long. As though is the Evan Williams. As though is the Evan Williams. Yeah. Um... Earth, retro hail is incredibly smooth with a touch of spice on there, and it's going fantastic. You like That's it good. with the, with the, the pairing? I do. Um, I think if it was with maybe a single malt, I'd probably enjoy it a little bit better. Um, I think the single malt would bring out a little bit more uh, earth, a little bit more barrel. Um, but so far, so good. Really nice. Got the leather notes right up, uh, right up front. With the for me, it's the undertones of the sweetness. Um, but incredibly smooth, incredibly rich. Mm. I can I, see it with some peat. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I could see this with some good. peat. Wow. Usually, you know, Latakia that would go well with a peated scotch. Mm. That smoky flavor in the scotch kind of would complement that. This is really like silky smooth to me yes. it's a very very smooth uh smoke um i get a lot of those smoky woody leathery uh savory kind of notes yeah almost like a little like a steak saucy kind of a taste mm -hmm. with with the latakia there and then the the orientals kind of have that nice aroma going on that floral note that i think paul was talking about yeah, uh, the Virginias are what bring that uh, deep kind of almost stewed fruit kind of sweetness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to it, and um, very very good. It's a very balanced, nuanced blend, and it you know it's not a Latakia bomb. No, I mean everything's really playing very well together i agree it's yeah. very very good if this wasn't such a rarity i would just throw it in my campfire just for the aroma that would be a sin mm -hmm. <laughs> now one of the things i wanted to throw out to everybody to talk about tonight what you know i know from listening to some other interviews that that ada has done is that you're a lover books yes and a reader and and so i am too and one of the things that that i wanted to kind of throw up there to everybody was um 
I wanted us to think about sharing authors or speakers or and they could be anybody maybe a teacher you had in college or something uh or particular books or quotes or thoughts that you have heard that have been particularly influential in your life you know particular quotes or books or things that people have said that have really made an impact on you that still kind of follow you years later or maybe days later nick <laughs> you know like for me one of one of the most influential people that i've had in my life was this guy charlie tremendous jones and he was a um really kind of he started out in life as an insurance salesman and he uh in the 1960s you know when he was 40 he'd grown his business to a hundred million dollar business wow. in the 60s wow. you know that was huge back then and you know he became an author and a motivational speaker and a, and a person really kind of you know taught leadership and stuff like that and he and i were able to we met at one point and became friends and um you know, one of the things that he was known for he spoke all over the world uh, one of the things he said was you're going to be the same person you are today five years from now except for two things the people you meet yes. and the books you read wow. you'll be a you know if you hang around thinkers you'll be a better thinker you hang around givers you'll be a better giver hang around workers you'll be a better worker Hang around a bunch of thumb-sucking, complaining, griping <laughs> yes. boneheads, and you'll be a better thumb-sucking, complaining, griping bonehead. Yes. And then he'd look at me and say, Dan, considering who you are now, you'd better get reading. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I've really found that that statement to be true, and it's really it stuck true. with me. And, you know, so what are some of the things that you've heard throughout your life, you know, Maybe it's just somebody that you, you love, that you respect, or maybe it's some well-known person or an author or a teacher or something. But what are some of the things or books that you've read that have really stuck with you? Do you want to start with that, Ada? I can start with that. <laughs> so <Good>. going, back <laughs> going back to what you said, my mother used to tell me that um, depending on the friends I have is how she would see my future mm. and yes mm -hmm. so i used to get very angry at her because some of the friends i had she really was against it mm -hmm. after she passed away definitely my life changed so i also changed my friendship mm. and that's when my life changed mm. i had more positive friends friends that were going to school that had goals that 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 wanted to make it but before most of my friends just wanted to hang out and go to the clubs. Mm -hmm. So that was the life that I had before, and this is the life I have now, thanks to friends who are going to that. But one of the um, the the quotes or a, a phrase, and it's from mm -hmm. the Bible, mm -hmm. that I always, always tell myself is, walk by faith, not by sight. Mm -hmm. Every mm -hmm. time I'm going through a hard time, I always tell myself, what you're seeing, it's not the end result. Mm -hmm. Just what by faith that's very true mm -hmm. it is and so that's, that's one true. of the ones that 
it sticks with me mm -hmm. and also with the friendships who you are around with mm -hmm. is who you will be and, yeah. and and you think that it's not gonna make a difference but it does it does it does a lot yep it's funny that you mentioned that because one of the the things that stuck with me was I think it was my very first day of college uh, this professor uh, dr. Carroll and he was the history world history prof at uh, the college I went to and he started off the class saying I know you know you guys are probably away from home for the first time you're you're out from under your parents let me tell you something you're only going to be as successful as your friends yes so pick your friends very carefully and yes. for whatever reason that like scared the bejeebers out of me <laughs> <laughs> and you know i found that to be very true that that you know, who you spend your time with, who you choose to associate with and listen to makes a huge difference. And um, that was one, I'm, I'm glad I heard that, you know, early on in my college experience because I took that to heart at first out of fear. <laughs> but then because I realized, I think there was a lot of truth to that. And um, yeah, so I totally, totally agree. With, I heard with it your late. Own I, I yeah. heard it late, but I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what matters. That's you what heard matters. it. You heard it. You can always, you can always go up. Exactly. Yep. Bree, what about yourself? There's, there's a lot. I mean, I. It's so funny because I, re I relate to the same thing with my mom being like growing up, always like I don't want you around those people, and it was like, mom, I'm my own person. But um, I think one thing that is very true in adult life um, that's been reiterated many, many times and even like I remember a couple of years back, I went to like a leadership seminar and um, the speaker was, was saying, surround yourself with successful people and you will be successful. And it's absolutely true. Um, I feel like that also ties into a lot of the other stuff I read into. I'm mm -hmm. um, like a psychology major, so I'm reading like a lot of the theories. I'm very, very into like Jungian and Freudian psychology the power of your subconscious mind and the things yeah. that you expose yourself to and tell yourself every day. Yes. So I'm all about the positive psychology quotes and, um, you know, the things that tell you um, to, you know, cut back on the negativity in your life. Um, not in a way that's, you know, unrealistic, but um, right. I, I think um, one thing that also stood out to me from when I was very, very young and we had a speaker come to talk at our school that has, literally molded um what i chose to do and who i am today um was a man came in and he said do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life yes mm -hmm. and from that moment on as much as it scared my parents sometimes i never bothered with anything that i didn't feel was going to bring me long-term joy hmm. um and that i didn't find worth on uh, my time passion <coughs> effort. and um on top of that you know i also found that naturally i would not spend time around people who um, would you know drain your energy people that yes. would be unnecessarily negative who would bring you in directions that were taking you away from your intended path so I do feel that um, a lot of the positive psychology readings about um, you know like telling yourself that you can do things envisioning your goals and um, that things of that path have been very important and influential and I always try yeah. to encourage my friends and people that I know to do similar things and think similarly and yeah. peaceful life yes <laughs> very cool happy life yes. nick do you 
Do you read books? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. No. I don't read. Have you had anyone say to you anything that you remember? Um, <laughs> not anybody that said anything that landed or that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, just but Chuck Norris. Just Chuck Norris and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. <laughs> 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 But the one person that probably stands out to me is going to be my mom. She Thank God would... you didn't say Kurt. <laughs> hey now. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Hey now. <laughs> Watch him walk through the door and Dave not even realize he's there. Um, but it would be my mom. She was a foster care mother for, oh God, 30 years. Um, when we lived back in Lawrence and at the time I didn't really understand the whole, you know, concept around it. It was just, (laughs) you know, when I was young, it was just brothers. And for me, it was, you know, new people coming in and out all the time and didn't really understand it, you know, being in foster care and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, kind of now as an adult looking back at it, you know, being like, wow, she really gave, you know, a lot to have the 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 kids be in the house and her being so given and everything and for me it kind of rubbed off on me mm-hmm. being so given um and i'm like that all the time now like since i was like 21 22 very given very supportive um uh, kind of like a big brother in a way mm-hmm. and always there and and for me you know, spending money where I probably shouldn't do, but I do it anyways, because I'm a very given person and not, not to, not to highlight, you know, what I did earlier before the show. Uh, I won't say anything. Um, but for me, I'm always giving, I'm always supporting. I'm always there. If you need help, I'm always there for you. Um, and that's what I got from my mom. And she, you know, looking back and all the years that I was, you know, living with her and, should bring in the kids and always putting food on the table and always giving people second chances. And that for me is mm-hmm. kind of, uh, you know, a big, a big part of me. You know what I mean? If anybody knows me, that's, that's how I am. I'm very giving, very loving. I don't care who you are. You, I never judge a book by its cover because you know what Bree's going through right now. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's different from her personality. She could be going through a bad day you know ada could be going through something bad yes. but i know at, at at their core they're really good people mm-hmm. the same thing with you dan you know what i mean just i know you're really good people you're having a bad day that's okay you know what i'm there to support you i'm there to love you and that's what i got from my mom thank you Nick. you're welcome <laughs> so for so for me it's it's you know what i mean nothing that you know anybody has ever ever said to me and you know i've had mentors and people that i looked up to and stuff like that coaches and teachers and stuff like that but I think the one big role model in my life that I learned a lot from is my mom. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's a good word, Nick. Moms are important. Yes. Very much so. Tell me about it. <laughs> We're all about to cry right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, some, just some stuff that got like Yeah, I know, right? Shit. <laughs> I'm not one to read a lot of books, but... Uh, <laughs> really? No, I, I, I read articles. I read, you know... The news, yeah, the news. Keep 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 on top of uh, current events and all that. But uh, if anyone knows me, for most of my adult life, uh, one thing that's always been present in my life is dogs. And uh, one of my favorite quotes is from Roger Karras, who was a uh, speaker, author, 
and someone who opened up his home to many, many animals uh, over the years. And my favorite quote from him is, dogs are not your whole life, but they make your lives whole. Oh, we definitely got to cry. Yeah. <laughs> so Damn. I know what to get Paul for Christmas. Another it's dog? Mug. A, a puppy? <laughs> that mug, no, listen, that mug that says, be the person your dog thinks you are. Yes, yes. So my girlfriend and I have had many dogs in our lives. We've, we've had three golden retrievers, um, and they've all passed. And now we have a cute little terror corgi. corgi. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a fun little thing, but... Um, he's, uh, he's really a big part of our lives. And, uh, so, and I'm sure we'll have dogs, you know, throughout our lives, but that, that quote really, really stuck, uh, sticks with me and, uh, it's true. That's a beautiful So if you ever had a dog in your life that you really, really enjoy, really, really love, I know you do. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know you do too, Dan. Um, and Brie, I know you do as well. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Because we don't have kids and and they, and our animals are our kids. Mm -hmm. And, uh. So no, nothing against the cats, except <laughs> one, except one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that, that quote has stuck with me for many, many years. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I wish that, that my kids were as loving as the animals. <laughs> Dan's got, Dan's got to come up and meet you, greet you and say, Hey, how you doing? They're always happy to you see know. you. You walk in and the girls, you know, it's like, hey, how you doing? What's up, Dad? <laughs> Go away. I'm talking to somebody. I don't want you here. You know. Teenagers. Teenagers. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. It's just, oh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, we get some viewer questions, you know, on the show. As you can imagine, a show as great as this. we got people asking things. And... I've gotten three, you know, admittedly all before the show, nice. but I've literally gotten three requests for a dance. For what? They want, <laughs> they want you... to see you dance. Oh. They want to see the cigar lady do her thing. Oh my Do you feel God. like you could do your thing? <laughs> yeah. If you put some salsa music on or something, oh, you boy. get up and do your oh, thing? Boy. Or is it is it like too much? Is it too much? Is maybe the first show's too much? Uh, <laughs> wasn't I the girl that said I'm the yes person? Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, Heather. There you go. And you other people have asked. Yep, I asked, and uh, there's your answer. Uh, maybe. Uh, follow the cigar lady, and maybe you'll get a dance mm-hmm. sometime. But right now, he oh. <laughs> came alive. Woo! So now you're alive, Dave. That's right. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <And> Shakira. <laughs> That's not salsa. There you go, there you go. There's a little dance from the cigar boss lady herself. Uh huh. Thank you, Dave. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's going to go back to sleep. <laughs> now that we've answered that question, uh, Paul, you have some uh, news for us tonight, correct? Yes, it's I do. It's time for news with Paul. So, New York continues mm-hmm. to chase windmills. That's a quote and a half right yes. there. Yes. Uh, Suffolk County, New York legislator announces bill raising tobacco purchasing age to 25 years old. Wow. Wow. What? I just made it. Yeah, I guess so. 
A Suffolk County legislator has announced plans to introduce a resolution that will raise the minimum age to purchase tobacco products and e-cigarettes in the county to 25 years old. The ordinance is sponsored by Suffolk County legislator Sam Gonzalez, a former smoker who is seeking to make it more difficult to anyone else to get hooked on cigarettes or other tobacco products. He also told NewYorkPost.com that the increase would make Suffolk County a more attractive place to live. Oh, okay. oh boy. Uh, all right, yep. All right. Yeah. Sure. That's <laughs> Currently, New York's statewide minimum age to purchase tobacco products is 21, but that law allows cities and counties to enact stricter rules, such as sales restrictions and higher minimum ages to purchase tobacco products. The resolution is scheduled for its formal introduction and a public hearing at the legislature's October 6th meeting. It would also increase the minimum age to identify to 30 years old from the current minimum age of 27. What? Hmm. Okay, so if you don't look 30. If, in other words, you if you don't look 30, you have to be, they'll, they'll check your ID. Really? Yeah. If approved, the increase would go into effect immediately. Oh boy. Suffolk you County. You get carded all the time then. <laughs> you think? Yes. Now, 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 I card you. Now, Suffolk County is located in the eastern half of Long Island, basically the Hamptons, mm -hmm. okay? And it's, it's home to approximately one and a half million people. All right. So that came from Half Wheel. Now, I went to the uh, New York Post, and they, they expanded the uh, uh, interview with him a little, little further. So he said, smoking will be less alluring to a more mature 25-year-old, said Gonzalez, who kicked the habit 27 years ago around the time his daughter was born. I was two-pack-a-day smoker. The raise, the raise in age of the law will stop the younger kids from smoking. There is a big difference between the age of 21 and 25. And... But he also pointed out the scientific study, this is interesting, scientific. that shows that the rational part, quote unquote, of the human brain is not fully developed until the age of 25. Really? Bree? So they're not wrong. <laughs> they're, they're not wrong, but there's like a I lot of there's a lot of counter until a few months ago <laughs> well no there's a lot of counter argument to that because like the the rational part of the human brain can mean a lot of things like obviously like ev like people have different like um environmental differences um and even though like you know something can be true across the board in the majority of cases there are a lot of other factors that play into it um i mean like for one my, my, one thing that i think is big for me aside from that is um the whole argument of you know the things you can do when you're 18 and um the things that they're trying to say you can't do now if you like i think if you can make certain decisions at the age of 18 then other decisions um such as smoking pipe tobacco should fall under that and obviously um as bad as nicotine can be for you it's not as mind altering as some other substances it's um I, I think that there are ulterior motives in their notion to raise the age that severely. 
Well, um, he, he's saying that the smoking age should be increased in order to protect Suffolk County's young people from making such a significant decision until such time as their brains are fully <laughs> yeah, developed. No. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> Hit him with the facts, Bree. Yeah. Hit him with the facts. Yeah. There's ulterior motives yeah. there. Yes. But feel free to go yeah. learn how to operate a tank. And yes, correct. exactly. That, yes. I wasn't going to say it. And that's, <laughs> and that's where this discussion is going. Yeah. Because, but, yeah. because if they want to raise it to 25 because our the brains aren't fully developed the rational mm -hmm. pod hasn't kicked in then you could say the same thing about driving going yeah. into the military exactly. leaving your 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 mother's and father's yeah. home exactly. you know and on top property. of that so what are they gonna um you know go, throw in sex too and say okay well since females brains develop Cor first they can smoke it why not <laughs> well sure i mean this is the thing and, and you know i know you, even I, I, <laughs> He's lost for words, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the deal. You know, take it out. Take it out. <laughs> like, like many of you know, the pastor and pastor padrone is legit. And having done a lot of youth work and stuff like that in the past, I can tell you, I've met a lot of 13 and 14 year old kids who were wicked rational and wicked mature and much more mature than 20 and 25 year olds who were actually in charge of them. And, you know, vice versa. So, age doesn't necessarily determine how rational a person your personality right. comes into that right your home bringing comes it, yeah into that. how you're the raised education yeah. that you've had comes into that the mm -hmm. friends that you have and you hang out with come into that and so you know saying that okay at 25 your brain has stopped growing and therefore you know you're at the point where you can make these decisions well okay but like Paul said, I agree. Well, if that's what you're going to say, then don't vote till you're 25. Mm -hmm. Right. If you're not rational enough to think about whether or not you can smoke a pipe or mm -hmm. have a cigar, are you rational enough to then vote for who's running your country mm -hmm. right. or your yeah. state right. or your town or going, to, or, army, yeah. or going to a club? Another big, or, big thing, too. Um Alcohol is extremely more mind impairing than yes. tobacco is. And yep. if you can drink at the age of 21, then that's a huge. Um, I've what's going never on known moment. anybody who has smoked a cigar or smoked a pipe and then went and got themselves into an accident on the way home or all of a sudden beat mm -hmm. their wife or something like that. But you hear stuff like that with people getting, you know, under the influence of alcohol yeah. all the time yes. all the you know time. it's it's such a big difference and again you know i i know you know there's a, there is twice as much cigar <laughs> that's not true there's twice as much tobacco in the off. average tomato <laughs> Than there is but in you, a cigar. You mean nicotine? Nicotine. You said tobacco. Yeah. I said tobacco. <laughs> See, this is. We're going to start over now. Has your brain fully developed? <laughs> I know. And I'm 15. <laughs> if I'm not yet able to make a choice, I have a problem. There is twice as much tomatoes. nicotine in the average tomato than there is in your average cigar. There's three times as much nicotine in an eggplant as there is in a cigar. Now, I like tomatoes. I like eggplant. Oh, yeah. I don't wake up in the morning going, my 
gosh, I need my eggplant or I'm never going to make it through the day. Well, you're obviously an Italian. I don't, you could have had, I don't wake up in the morning thinking if I don't have a pipe or a cigar in the next 30 minutes, I'm not going to have a good day. I can go days or weeks without having any of it, without having any kind of, you know, there, there is a habitual part to this because you enjoy relaxing, you enjoy the smells, you enjoy the aromas. Yeah. I agree with that. But this isn't something where I'm like having to do it Correct. in order to make it through my day. And, you know, so to me, I don't understand what all the 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 uh, the 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 chemicals that are in cigarettes and with you inhaling versus just smelling or tasting is very different your your lungs bring things into your body into your bloodstream hundreds and hundreds of times faster than just putting something in your mouth does and so you know inhaling a cigarette which has hundreds of other it's not just yeah. tobacco, yeah. right? All right. A very little amount of tobacco in there. It's a very well with all the other crap they put in there, you know. And smoking a, a cigar or pipe tobacco, which is just that, it's tobacco. You know, I mean, you might as well say, you know, don't be around, don't be around a campfire, don't have a wood stove or or a fireplace going because that smoke, it's going to kill you. You know, it's it's I I don't get it. Yeah, I don't I agree. get it. I mean, I like anything, I think you can overdo it and hurt. Just of like course. you know, you can overdo right. chocolate and kill yourself. You can overdo spaghetti and, and hurt water. yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can overdo, you can water, overdo water, water and hurt yourself. Yeah, exactly. You can overdo anything and hurt yourself. So yeah, I mean, should you be smoking? I mean, uh, should you be smoking eight, twelve hours out of the day? No, why not? You could, you could you could overdo a Carolina Reaper pepper. I was gonna say you can overdo yeah you can overdo Carolina <laughs> Reaper pepper, right, Dave? You can do that, you know. But come on, I mean this is you know it. Twenty one is arbitrary enough. Did I say that right? Did I slur? Arbitrary. Twenty one is arbitrary enough. Eighteen. You know, in my opinion, if you're old enough to own property, if you're old enough to own a business, if you're old enough to be considered an adult and move out on your own, but you're still not old enough to decide whether or not you can do certain things like have a cigar or have a pipe, I have an issue with that. Mm -hmm. And to raise it to 25 just seems like you're... I I, I don't know. To me, that's very irrational. Yeah. To me, it's irrational. So using the rational argument to me, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I feel like it it plays a lot probably into like the politics of um, their region Um, because I can I can see almost um, wanting to like limit what the youth are able to do so that they create a community that's more oriented towards like um, a more maturely aged um, population so that Mm -hmm. they're having okay people under this age can't participate in this therefore they're not going to be out doing this so I think that's like the ulterior motive behind their 
But it's, it's like anything else. Yeah. They, they, there's there's another place that they'll be able to go get exactly. it. Yeah. So you have yeah. Suff, you have exactly. Suffolk County on the east it. side of Long Island. You yep. have Nassau County mm-hmm. on the western side, which is even more populated. Exactly. And all they have to do is travel ten minutes over the exactly. border, and there they yeah. are. Or you can just order online. What's the, what's, stop, what's yeah. stopping from people no. ordering from online? Twin smoke shop. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. And, and um, I had this great point, and it just went away. Just went away. Just like think, that. Kate? What do you What do you think about all this? You've been awfully quiet. I know. <laughs> Come on. I was thinking what you were saying about mature, mm-hmm. even with their age. My daughter is fourteen, and I feel she's more mature than me. Mm. And she's only 14. She's the one that can have a calendar and saying, this is what I have to do. She woke up before she was remote at five in the morning. I didn't Mm. have to wake up. Mm -hmm. She knew what she needs to do. Like she helped me with my college classes instead Mm. of me helping her. Mm -hmm. So I agree with you. I, I agree in the part that there's the age does not matter for your right. maturity and mm-hmm. to know what you really want and where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely agree with you. Yep. Dave, do you have anything you want to put into that? <laughs> uh, no, but Rod has a, has a comment up there if you want to read that. Let's see. Um, Rod says, we know most cigar smokers don't start smoking a cigar until you're 25 when you can afford to smoke a premium cigar. But it's the thin edge of the wedge. Hmm. First is 25, then 30, and then the a full band. Whole band. Yep. yep. <clears throat> no, I agree with that, too. Yeah. You give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly right. That's right, man. I didn't know whether he was talking about a wedgie or not. <laughs> you know, he's from Canada, <laughs> so we don't really know. Rod, you got to be more specific, brother. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's... I think that's very true. And, um, you know, I, I think that's one of the, you know, the things we've learned about, you know, tax, trying to tax cigars. You know, you live in Massachusetts. Yes. I live in Massachusetts. There's a 40% tax there right mm-hmm. now on cigars. Uh, the idea of taxing tobacco was, of course, to make money, you know, and the pretense was to make money to, pay for the health problems that smoking tobacco, you know, creates. The reality is none of that money actually goes to that. It goes to other things. And then it never produces the amount of money they think it will. Because like what has been said earlier, people will go to other places. And, you know, uh, I remembered what I was going to say before that you know there's been for the last you know 60 something years an embargo on cuban cigars what is the most counterfeited thing on the planet cuban cigars 90 percent of the cubans that are available in the market today are fake yeah and i you know i was talking with a customer just the other day who's saying how much do you think this cohiba you know, would would cost if I got it here. I said, well, Cohiba's cost around $20 a stick. Yep. In Havana. 
They cost about twenty dollars a stick. Mm. They're not a cheap cigar. If if a Cuban were sold in the United States, it would be twenty twenty five dollars a stick and go up from there, right? They're not. They're not. And he's and he says to me, "Well, my military guy gets these for me, and they're a hundred and fifty dollars for a box." Uh, they're fake. <laughs> and I'm and I'm and he he's like saying it like it's a point of pride, and and. I, I know, I I know from people who work at Habanos in Cuba, that's not what they charge. No I'm way. not hearing it from, I know from people who are the VPs there, yeah. but that's not what they charge. Uh, you know, there may be great cigars that you get that are made of Cuban tobacco from Cuba that you can get relatively cheap. But if you're talking, co- co- you know, Cohiba or Bahiki, which are their big name brands, you're, you you are you're talking twenty thirty forty dollars a stick you're talking four yeah. five hundred six hundred dollars a box exactly of legit stuff and he's you know and all I'm and I don't want to burst his bubble I don't want to say look your friend <laughs> he's been duped baby <laughs> but I'm nodding my head saying to myself you've been duped baby. <laughs> If all those cigars are drawing right, you've been duped, baby. <laughs> because half the Cubans you get out of a box, and I know yeah. because I've gotten boxes of Cuban cigars. Yeah. You know, a third of them, maybe half of them, you don't know what you're getting. They don't have a quality control over there. Yeah, like they're they inconsistent. Do. They're very inconsistent. And so, the, is there a unique flavor of Cuban cigars? Yes. Absolutely. Are there great Cuban cigars out there? Yes. Absolutely. I'm not trying to, to totally, you know, slam the the cuban cigar they 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 can produce great stuff but if you're buying cuban cigars for five dollars a stick you're not buying a habanos cuban cigar no you're not i I don't know what to tell you excellent marketing strategy though just like putting cuban in the name of the cigar because people are getting novice oh my gosh yeah yeah, novice cigar smokers are going to be like oh my god cuban Cuban i I, I literally have had people you know ask me that too you know the and um Oh, yeah. It's, 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 no, it's mind-boggling. It makes me... I need to drink. <laughs> drink your drink. Yeah. yeah, drink your drink. Oh, my goodness. Uh, is there any more talk on this? Or are we we done with that topic? We're, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move <laughs> on. Okay. Move along. The next, the next thing we're going to talk about is a would-you-rather question. Ooh. This is something we do every episode. I ask a would-you-rather question, and... We're going to start with you, the guest cigar of honor. boss lady. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Would you rather, this is, would you rather have unlimited power? No. <laughs> this is not a DC comic movie. This is not Wonder Woman. Would you rather have. That was a Star Wars reference. Thank you. Dave, just concentrate on your sphincter, okay? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Would you rather have unlimited sushi oh. or unlimited tacos oh. for the rest of your life? Tacos. Oh. Tacos. Yes. Tacos. Yes. I know I don't need to, but why? <laughs> <laughs> the meat, I don't know. The meat? Uh, yeah. The I meat? <laughs> are you more of a you're, you're more of a, a beef girl than a fish girl? Yes. She yes, hits the chimney truck on Lawrence like, Street in Lawrence. Do you like fish? Do you eat? I, I know. I know I do like seafood and fish, yeah, and, yeah. but 
I'm more a meat person. Probably because I'm Dominican, we eat a lot of meat. I don't know. I'm Dominican, <laughs> so we eat meat, baby. We yeah. eat meat, yeah. She, need, she needs a tripleta. That's what she needs in the morning. You get her the tripleta, she's good. <laughs> With the sasichon. Yeah. Mm. Paul, what about, what about you? That's a really tough question. Um, really? There was there was probably a time when I would have absolutely said unlimited tacos, but in the last decade or so, um, we have really loved our sushi. When um, you say we, are you talking about the royal we or you <laughs> and well, lady we, friend? My girlfriend thinks she's royalty, so no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, it's uh, <laughs> all right, Paul. I know you, you treat her like royalty. Yes. yes. No, uh, I would have to say in, right now it would be unlimited sushi because uh, we, have, we have experienced sushi in many places. We have, a, we have our favorites to go, and, and I eat more of that today than I do tacos, mm-hmm. so absolutely it would be unlimited sushi. And there's so many different uh, types of sushi, so many different mm-hmm. flavors they can, they can create with mm-hmm. it. It's... Uh, and tacos, I love tacos, but uh, I, I eat more sushi today than tacos, so unlimited sushi. Nick. Tacos. <laughs> oh, I figured that. Tacos. All day. All day. The Lawrence boy. All day. You get me to uh, Big and Beefy at like 2 in the morning. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Forget <laughs> it. She knows. Big and Beefy, is that a place? Yeah. That is very much a place. Very good place. That's a that two in the morning. You're in line on the street for hours. Like for hours, just to get like five tacos for five bucks. (laughs) For real, that's how it is every night. Or chicken wings. Or chicken wings. That's right. Chicken wings. But yeah, I'm not a I'm not a sushi guy. I don't I don't do the whole fish thing. When I'm in Puerto Rico on vacation, I'll do some fish. Um, but most of all, it's, it's tacos, man. You give me some tacos, I'll finish off a plate of like 20. No problem. Tacos for me all day. Dave. (laughs) Tacos. 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 Even after eating that. (laughs) (laughs) Tacos with ghost peppers. (laughs) (laughs) Tacos hold the ghost reaper. Peppers are nothing. <laughs> so I found I found I found a good cure. So is apparently saltines and peanut butter because now I feel great. So uh, he's back to old Dave. Yeah, back to old me. Yep. But Carolina Reapers and peanut tacos. butter crackers. Yeah, yeah. Peanut butter, welcome peanut back, butter, Dave. Saltines. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Here. Welcome back. Yeah. So Mr. about five years ago. My oldest daughter. We didn't ask her. We didn't ask Bree. I know. We're getting there. Bree's tacos. Bree's tacos. I already know what she's going to say. Tacos. About five years ago, my oldest daughter, Maggie, did one of these Carolina Reaper things that Dave is struggling with so hard. She wanted to be a YouTuber at the time. Oh, no. And so this was her first YouTube video. Awesome. And she wanted to dress up for it, so she got into this taco blue <laughs> taco suit. This blue bodysuit. This blue spandex body. She looked like she was from the Blue Man Group. <laughs> All right, and she and her friend and my youngest daughter Rachel were going to eat these peppers, and. They were all planned out. They had they had uh, 
gallon ice cream and milk in front of them, you know, to help them get over it when it was when it was done. To Maggie's credit, she was the only one that actually ate the pepper. She ate it, chomped it, jumped it down, and it was it was so uh, both both painful and hilarious to watch what <laughs> happened next. And she's just you know the tears come you know and oh she's my. you know you know <laughs> taking fistfuls of ice cream and dumping it into her mouth chugging chugging milk and everything and at one point i asked her i said maggie maggie tell us what are you tasting and she looks up at the camera and says i taste fire <laughs> <laughs> It was wow. just so priceless. Don't wow. more logical than it. the nutmeg challenge. <laughs> oh my gosh. I taste fire. <laughs> Brie, tacos or sushi, sushi. So, for the rest of your life? Which would you rather somebody have? Somebody whose diet consists 80% of fish. I will have to say sushi on top of that because sushi is very, very expensive and it adds up. So I feel like I can satiate my taco intake with a few dollars, whereas sushi, I'll be spending my whole week's paycheck trying to satiate <laughs> my for sushi. <laughs> so sushi. <laughs> sushi. I would be sushi. Why? Tacos. Just, and all be all. Because Tacos. sushi. Because, because sushi. sushi. Um, uh, I I really enjoy both. Um, there's something about wasabi, mm. and there's nope. something about you know the all the different flavors and things that you get, um, and and putting some of that soy sauce or something mm. with it too. No. Mm. I I enjoy really good sushi. Mm. It's really really good. Let us bring you to Big Beef and get the taco. That that raises. I want to go anyway. It raises an interesting question. We can go right now. I have I have never stood in line for hours to get tacos. We can go right now. And there's probably I have I have I've stood for hours to get pizza. Tripoli's. Okay. Tripoli's. Tripoli's. Yep. Yes. Yes, Dave. It's wonderful, Dave. Yes. Well, thank you, Dave. Oh, Dave. <laughs> Dave is back. He's back. He's back, people. He's talking again. He isn't smoking or drinking yet, but at least his tummy stopped running. <laughs> uh, He's going to fill it in the morning. Oh, yes, he is. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my Not goodness. Not with enough salty. Um, that's right. That's right. I'm putting them up my butt when I get home. TMI, TMI. I'm surprised Kurt hasn't showed up yet. This is about the time he usually does. True. When we're talking about stuff like this. Yeah. Rod says you can't beat a bison taco. Ooh. Wow. That sounds delicious. Where do you get one of those? Bison soup. I don't know, obviously in Canada, but... Oh, Canada. That's what it's on the boot. <laughs> hey. Hey, now. Um, I, what is our final thoughts on the J.F. Germain and Son, the Balkan Sobrani? The Balkan Sobrani. 
Nick. Delicious. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Delicious. Bourbon. Surprisingly delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like Lucky Charms. Yes. Just like Lucky Charms. David That's Hasselhoff. First you're repulsed, but then you're strangely drawn in. It's the chest hair. It's the chest <laughs> hair. It's the chest hair that <laughs> you're like, oh, Sweet nuts. Oh, Sweet nice. nuts. It's delicious. Um, the bourbon, surprisingly, uh, Dave was saying uh, before the show was, what, 30 bucks? Uh, around there. Close 30, between 30 and 40. It was like 30, 40, 35 bucks. We'll meet in the middle. Um, for something that's under 50 bucks, I would definitely buy it all day. Yes. For the pipe tobacco, it's definitely in my top 10. Mm-hmm. Definitely in my mm-hmm. top five. This is really, this is that good. It's fantastic. Wait, play the clip. Uh, do you not have the clip? Uh, do you not have uh, the clip? It's municipal. No, not that. <laughs> Sweet nuts. Play the clip. It's excellent. A lot of tobacco, though. Wow. <laughs> Not the clip I was asking for, but Paul, why don't you say it in real time? It's excellent. <laughs> I like it. That's it right there. It's transcendent. That as well. Um, it, it, it actually is transcendent. This tobacco is, is fantastic. Is, is, uh, Probably one of my favorites so far this year, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and with the Latakir and the and the Virginian, it's it's they're both playing great roles together. Very smooth, wonderful fruit, leather, a uh, little bit of wood, and fl- uh, the floral notes. That retrohale is probably my favorite retrohale thus far. We got to really? get you some super esoterica. smooth, just a little bit of spice, but it, it is so so intoxicating. It really, really is. We got to get him some Margate. Well, I have, I've, never, I've never had Esoterica, so Ooh, we're going to have some, that I got at some in, point. Mm-hmm. I got some in the car. Well, we're going to have some of that next week, but we'll yep. talk about that in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Now, Cigar Boss Lady, you you had your first pipe tonight. My first. And you did good for your first time. <laughs> Thank you. Would you smoke a pipe again yes. after tonight? Yes. No hesitation. You, no, no, I was going to say that before he had. Would you, would you smoke this tobacco again? Yes. There you go, people. <laughs> my, my, my Darth Piper Wiley Powers <laughs> are starting to work on the cigar pipe. pipe. She's going to be the pipe boss. Lady. I was just going to say. <laughs> I see a second persona starting to grow. The seed has been planted, people. She already created the a second account. The dark side is taking over. This is the way. Is there anything else you want to you say about it? Or your experience? No, that it was. <laughs> oh my! Kendra wow. makes an appearance yeah. beyond the screen. I haven't tried another one, so I can't compare. What right, I can right. say is that it, it was good to to and be my first time, so I definitely want to smoke it again. That's awesome. That's awesome. You did very good for your first Thank time. Thank you. You did very good. Cheers. 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 Sugar bus. Yeah. <laughs> we need a refill. Amen. Yeah, really. Here's to swimming with bow-legged women. <laughs> oh, that is so bad. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Bree, what did you think of this tobacco? Is it as transcendent as Paul says? Or is say, it just okay? I was just going to say, it is transcendent. Um, I would also put it in my top ten. Really? Honestly, yes. Uh, because... 
as you know, I'm a big fan of um, beef jerky inspired cigars and pipe tobaccos. <laughs> um, and I'm finding that as the um, the mesquite and the leather has tapered off in the aroma, I'm getting a lot of um, a little bit of um, like sweet bread and mm-hmm. fruit. And it's kind of making it another like warm fall kind of um, pipe tobacco, which yeah. is typically like my my favorite type. So I would say that um, this is another PP. Very pleasant pairing. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> so when they see yes. PP on my page, you know what that is. <laughs> oh, pleasant <laughs> pairing. It means the same thing. Beautiful meat. Beautiful, Beautiful meat. <laughs> Dave, did you smoke the pipe at all? Uh, no. <laughs> he didn't even drink. Did you drink? No. Nope, Other than water? No. Nope, just water nope. and saltines. How, and how are your saltines and peanut butter, they, Dave? They are fantastic. What kind of flavors did you get? Uh, no. <laughs> did you get it's any a, uh, tasting qualities? It's a there? bit nutty. <laughs> I got some bread notes. Yeah, a little bit of salt. <laughs> salt, yes, a lot of salt and saltines. Very salty. Wow. Yep. My palate is dancing. <laughs> Thankfully, your bottom is not. <laughs> All right. It will be in the morning. People, next week, the episode is Everybody Wants Some. Mm. And we are going to have Orlando Cabrera. Yes. On the show. Red Sox superstar and uh, World Series winning baseball dude all around nice guy baseball all, dude all, yeah well I mean well, you, you know he's, he's not in the hall of fame or anything I'd love to say something else but I want to wear his take. ring that's it I want to sure wear that championship that's... ring I don't yes. think he's proposing anytime soon Nick I'm no, sorry I'll propose so. to him yeah. <laughs> I will propose to Orlando. as many of you know who've been listening to the show he was uh, uh, unable to attend the last time he was on there was a family you know stuff came up and we all understand that and so he's going to be coming back for this particular episode everybody wants someone we will be smoking cigars and pipe tobacco that everybody looks for everybody hunts for but is very hard to get and we're going to be smoking some uh, Fuente Opus X from his own personal collection. <laughs> mm. nice. And for the pipe tobacco, we're going to be smoking the Esoterica Penzance. Oh. Which is. Yes. Can I be back? By all, of course you can. By <laughs> all accounts, and probably the most sought after pipe tobacco on the market today. Um, very very good stuff it's going to be a good time so you're going to be wanting to be with us next week at eight o'clock on facebook live right here for orlando cabrera and maybe even the cigar bomb community she might definitely coming back oh (laughs) did you have fun would you you come back again yes i had so much fun this is awesome thank you very much for coming yeah thanks for coming thank you very much thank you we're very appreciative we have a new friend (laughs) he's back tonight very very good all right that's it for tonight's episode be back with us next week for everybody wants some until then Stay thankful and stay smoky, my friends. Another smoke. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. That's not just blowing smoke. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun 
of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at NotJustBlowingSmoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. Rolling with the top down smoke.